Hey, Tim, it's Rob from Down in a Heap. Just listened to your podcast uh, about ending the campaign with um, with Matt and Joe the lawyer. It was good stuff, really entertaining, listening to you guys just kind of BS about gaming and having a after-action report on the campaign. Really, yeah, good stuff. And maybe you mentioned this already in a past podcast, and I'm just forgetting about it, but... If you are continuing with the same setting and picking it up in the same timeline, um, how come you decided to end the campaign? Did you just want to shift it to an urban focus and wanted a chance for the, the, the players to make up characters that were more appropriate for that setting? Or you just like low-level play better? Or everyone was just ready to start some new characters and a new saga? Just interested to find out. See ya. Smoochy face, Joe the fucking lawyer, and that Jackson guy. Sounds like a mob movie. But hey, that was a great episode, guys, all three of you. And thanks for sharing thoughts on your campaign. Sounds like it was a blast. And by the way, this is Chuck from the Playing It Wrong Anger cast. Uh, love all three of you guys. Keep stiff upper lip. Keep playing. And hey, thanks for that episode. Hey, everybody. It's Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor doing a Drive Home podcast. And that was uh, voicemails from Chuck Thorne from Playing It Wrong and Rob C. from Down in a Heap. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for calling in. I appreciate it. It was a, a fun episode to do. Sorry it took me so long to get out. It took me a little bit longer than I expected. It was uh, like at the end of a marathon game so all of us were kind of tired too so uh it was it was nice to to get get it done though i mean i think you, you, the energy was still carried on at that point so it worked out pretty well and to answer rob's question about how come we're ending the campaign and, and like continuing on with different characters in a different place uh because partially rob because i felt that that was a good place to end the campaign I think what we what we were in my idea was what we were trying to accomplish. We did at that point, uh, and I like to explore different aspects of my campaign. So, one of the things that I like to do is, if say I want to explore, and and, and I, we've done this for years, like. Uh, Say you want to explore, like, I don't know, Mages Guild or Mages Guilds or just Mages in general, then sometimes we do theme, we used to do theme campaigns. So we would have everybody everybody make up a mage character. And uh, and then we would develop the Mages Guild or through play, through actual, you know, playing through the campaign with it. And it was a very effective tool and and Boy, did it work. It worked out so well. We did it for the Mages Guild. We did it for Thieves Guild. And we actually did it for the City Guards where we had a campaign where everybody played a City Guard. And that was that was interesting. Uh, it, it, was, it was almost like uh, in the beginning it was like a cop show almost because there was less like real adventuring than putting the players into different situations within the city and um, a way, definitely a different way to play, but boy, it was, it was fun to do. And it was kind of a cool exercise on, on uh, like different tactics. Cause you, you think of it 
and I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but you, you can't do this unless you really play through it, I think. But it gave me a good idea on what kind of tactics would city guards have to defend themselves against a, a fierce bunch of uh, adventurers. I mean, we see it all the time where adventurers definitely go marauding through cities. Well, how do cities protect themselves from this inside threat, basically? And, uh, you know, we, we developed a few uh, tricks that the city guard would use against different adventurers and everything, and, and quite effectively, actually, in the end. And so even though these were low-level um, city guards, a lot of times maybe going up against uh, bigger, badder, well-trained fighters, adventurers in general, they were able to hand themselves or at least uh, pat, not maybe not pacify them, but um, stop them from terrorizing the city or tearing down the city any further. So, so I think Rob through play, that's what I do. So the, the fun thing with this one is, is we're going to develop Scorn because Scorn was mentioned a few times in this current campaign and and they always wanted to kind of go there, and they went there a few times, but they, they weren't there very often. And so I once wanted to flesh it out a little bit, and why not just make a new campaign with the players starting in Scorn? Now, they get, they're going to play whatever they want, which is which is fantastic. I'm, I still need to get their character concepts. Joe, Matt, Christian, if you're listening, uh Give me your character concepts, your buttheads, and uh, then we'll, we'll, we'll kind of, you know, flesh out this city. Because I, I was doing it the other day. I was kind of doing some mapping, and I have Scorn kind of a basic map where it's got uh, blocks, black blocks that represent blocks. Well, one of my guys thought the blocks were just buildings. I'm like, no, 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 no. those are blocks. Those are several buildings in there. So when I ate of these, I don't know how many different of those blocks are within the uh, city, probably close to two to 300, I imagine. Well, within each one of those, there's like anywhere from four to six buildings probably. So that's almost like two over two grand, 2,000 buildings. Am I going to, you know, flesh out each one of them? Hell no. But we're going to flesh out what we need during the campaign. I'm not looking for. I'm not looking to to go through each building and find the different things of each one. We'll figure it out during play. You know, some of the stuff will be planned out. Of course, there will be a skeleton of things and some ideas that uh, cover a large range. But the details of it won't be discovered until we start playing through it. And then that'll help me develop it out. And the other thing that's kind of fun with this kind of campaign is, is these characters, new characters, and I'm going to set it like a couple years uh, after we concluded the last one, they'll be able to see the effects of what their character had within the campaign. So there will be like a ripple effect. So they'll, they'll hear maybe a story or a rumor about one of their characters and that makes the players invest a little bit more because now how they play and who they play now become part of the lore of the campaign. And it's just and, and it's just a lot of fun. And it's funny when, like, 
when the players first started campaigning, you go, you know, Morag is, you know, you know, the terror to behold to the north who's done this and done that, you know, to them, Morag, whatever. I'm going to shove my spear up his ass. That's pretty much what you get from players. But if Morag was one of the players' ex-player, all of a sudden they're going, oh, no, no, we don't want to go up there. All of a sudden there's that hint of respect and hints of, uh, you know, we don't want to spoil his reputation by sticking a spear up his ass kind of thing. So, yeah, it's kind of, it makes a difference in the campaign. So that's what I'm looking to do, Rob. Uh, um, I've been working on it a little bit, but uh, work has gone crazy with the whole Corona virus thing. Uh, just, <laughs> I actually thought, uh, I miscalculated. I actually thought I'd be able to like get some work done, be a little bit more peaceful and, and, and just be a little bit more productive on some ends of it. Uh, no, no, not happening. Not happening. It's just, it's actually, I'd have to say it's actually worse now. Um, so me getting work done and coming home maybe with a bit of a fresher mind is not happening because I come home pretty, pretty wiped out every morning or every evening. And, uh, it's hard for me to kind of sit down and focus and write on anything. I've been just kind of struggling to make it to the game. We played a game with uh, Game of Harm last night, which is a lot of fun. And um, actually, Joe Lawyer's running a game tonight, and I'm looking forward to that. But uh, at the same time, if I got home and I laid on the couch, I could very easily just go to sleep. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, I'll keep you up to date on uh, on on those different things because. Uh, that's what I do here. That's my podcast, talking about shit that I do. Huh. But all right, guys, I'm home and I'm sleepy and I'm hungry, so gonna gonna do something. I'm either gonna eat or I'm gonna fall asleep or I'm gonna do both. Uh, so all right, guys, take care of yourselves. Be safe. Stay inside. Don't be like me running around everywhere. Uh, I only have to do it because I can't, I have to, because if I could, trust me, I'd be in my house. I'd be making up adventures and listening to music and watching too much Netflix and, you know, enjoying myself. But, uh, yeah, duty calls. So can't really do that. All right, guys, take care. Roll better me, and we'll talk soon.